We're here to talk NFL. We're here to talk fantasy football. We're here to talk injuries. And when you win your fantasy league, we expect at least some of the credit. I'm Brady. He's Josh. We're going to start out with some big hitters. We're going to start out with some big news, some really relevant information. We'll get to the introductions and all the formalities, right? And talk bigger game plan. And then we're going to go through the entire AFC. But let's start off right out of the gate, Josh, with some of the big boys out of the AFC, where we might be concerned since it is fantasy draft season with lingering issues. We'll start out with Lamar Jackson, Baltimore Ravens, grade two PCL sprain last year. It was in December. He ended up missing a playoff game, which I forgot. He's obviously one of those top tier running quarterbacks or has been typically. Uh, Josh, what's your advice when it comes to Lamar and his PCL? I wouldn't worry about Lamar too much. I mean, a PCL injury is not like an ACL. ACL, you almost always have to have it repaired in order to play any sport at a high level. With a PCL, more times than not, those heal on their own. So they're not surgery surgery is really not required very often unless it's a complete tear and honestly i think lamar might have um, kind of uh, sandbagged a little bit you know well, late in the season yeah i remember that being some talk why i think he was looking for a payday and i think that he felt a little unappreciated by the ravens and i think he said you know what i'm not going to play i want my knee to get right and so i think he sat out on purpose meaning you think he could have played on it maybe there's a possibility he could have played on it but i think that he was kind of looking towards the future, and I think he was looking, you know, again, to get paid, get that max contract. And yeah. That's why I think he I think he rested. And at this point, all things indicate he's ready to go for the season. You know, he got paid. They're bringing in a bunch of receivers, you know. Uh, they brought in OBJ. Yeah. Drafted the kid out of Alabama. I think Williams is his name, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. They're ready to go. Okay, I think so. That, uh, I don't think uh, injuries are uh, an issue for him. Uh, the only thing with him is uh, since he does run quite a bit, then you always run that risk of him right. hurting himself during the season. But uh, you got to take you got to take Lamar Jackson really high this year. Let's talk about Tua, another guy that missed at least four full games and a little bit more than that due to concussions and as a viewer, as a guy not educated on anything medical, those concussions last year looked pretty bad. We know that CTE is an issue and becoming more of an issue as time passes. So I got to think they're going to be on a fairly short leash with Tua. Anything on that? I would be concerned about Tua. Honestly, he's had a pretty extensive injury history for only being in the league a couple of years, you know, with the concussions. And and uh, he's also had some other injuries. I remember at Alabama, he had a really bad hip injury. And basically, you know, they replaced him with, I think they replaced him with Jalen Hurts. Right. Or, <laughs> right. Uh, or maybe it was vice versa. I can't remember. But anyway, he yeah. was out for a, a period of time. And then he came back. And, and he's he's very injury prone. And I, I know this offseason, he tried to bulk up and really tried to get bigger. Like, he's not a big guy. Like, he's not a super tall. You know, you think of Mahomes, he's 6'3", 240 probably. Yeah. Yeah. Tua's maybe 6'1", and maybe 2'10", 220. So he's not a big guy. So I think he tried to bulk up over the summer, get a little bit bigger, you know, so he can take some hits. But um, there's definitely injury concerns, especially with the the, the you know, concussion history he has. And, and he does hold the ball in the pocket quite a bit, too. So... Um, I'd careful. Be, I'd be You're careful. a little more concerned be, yeah, with him. Yeah. Let's talk about Brees Hall. Now, recent quote from Brees was that he still feels a bit limited, not 100% confident, making certain cuts while playing. That was this preseason. We know he uh, missed most of last season, right? And now the Jets have brought in uh, Dalvin Cook. Um, are you concerned about Brees Hall and how much of that 
concern increases with the addition of Dalvin? So I'm not concerned about Brees Hall as far as, as health goes because the Jets are all in this year, right? So they brought in Dalvin Cook to, for, because Aaron Rodgers wanted to bring Dalvin Cook in. He likes veterans. He likes having that proven running back in there. Brees Hall is going to be there, but they're smart. They're, they're going to bring him along slowly. So you're not going to see Brees Hall, you know, get um, a ton of carries, you know, first uh, the first part of the season. It's going to be maybe five, ten carries. They're going to work him in slow as the season goes on. So he's somebody that you draft maybe a little bit later than he's projected right now, but knowing that he's going to be there at the end. To that point, we're more worried about Dalvin Cook's injuries. Right, right. right. So we know that Dalvin Cook's going to get hurt, right. right? He's missed, I think he's missed an average of three or four games the last several years. Yeah. So we know he's going to get hurt. So Dalvin Cook is a good play um, early on, but then Reese Hall is going to be the play later on. So you do draft Reese Hall. You maybe draft him a little bit lower, but you know that he's going to be there in the end and they're going to increase his workload as the season goes on. Javonta Williams um, for the Broncos. He had last year week four or something to that effect toward the acl mcl and pcl mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. um but he's had a lot of time to recover but evidently that's a pretty bad injury and tough to bounce back from the following year how do you feel about williams Javante Williams is a really good running back, and I, I think people were high on him last year because that he's you know shown that he can he can be a really good runner in the NFL. Uh, the injury was bad; it's an ACL, right? You know, just like with Brees Hall, there's there's concerns of him coming back and playing and and carrying a full workload. I think the Broncos are going to be. I think they're going to be a little cautious with him. I think they've got Samaji Pirine, who right. came over from the Bengals, who's a proven good running back. I mean, he, you know, torched the Chiefs a couple yeah. years in a playoff <laughs> game. Um, sorry for all the Chiefs fans out there. <laughs> they have a good backup. So they can they can split the time a little bit as Javante kind of gets his legs underneath him. But Javante is a, a really strong play, and uh, I think he'll be good. Do you think if this injury happens 10 years ago, is it a different story? It, meaning as technology, and this will be a relevant question throughout our podcast and the uh, NFL season. Do you think technology has improved enough that we're not worried like we used to be, at least duration-wise when yeah. it comes to these injuries? 100%. I mean, you know, it's the the surgical techniques are so much more advanced now i mean the precision they they do it with and then even the the post you know rehab after surgery is just it's just amazing now there's just the technological advances that have come along and just athletes are coming back um, and playing at a very high level um, in general after after surgery yeah they have to kind of work back into things fairly slowly but i mean they're they're coming back at a very high level and, and the, the chance of re-injury is is going down a lot too as well all right here hang on we started off with some gold here we'll get to the formalities and all that stuff i'm brady i have a fantasy football problem with me is the educated one the guy with the background he's a licensed certified so i guess it's licensed physical therapist certified athletic trainer yeah that's right one of my favorite stories that i like to ask him dumb questions about is the time he worked with an NFL team, Josh Darby. Give me your 30-second wrap on your NFL time. Okay, so I was a student athletic trainer for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for two training camps in 1998 and 1999. Favorite interaction with what player? Reagan Upshaw. Okay. He was a big defensive end from Cal. and just would crack jokes all the time, and he just always had a lot of funny things to say. So I always got a kick out of listening to Reagan talk. Give me the top three players that we would know from your time with the okay. Bucks. So Warren Sapp. <laughs> uh, right. Amazing. John Lynch. 
Okay. Who's the GM of the uh, 49ers. Yeah. And I would say Trent Dilfer was the quarterback. So Trent now coaches, I think he coaches high school football in Tennessee or something like that, or maybe Lipscomb University. I can't remember, but uh, he's doing some coaching now. You've seen him on ESPN and yeah, and, uh, won for a Super sure. Bowl with the Ravens. Yeah, those first two guys, instant Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. Dilfer Hall of Famer? No, probably not. I mean, you know, maybe not. Yeah, he's still he's got that ring though. That's all that matters. All right, here's what we're doing. Josh is here with me each week. We're going to look at the AFC with Josh, and then in the second half of the episode, we're going to sit down with Luke, a coworker, another a physical therapist and we're going to talk nfc but the goal is to look at this week specifically drafting implications before we get into the season and injuries we should be thinking about when it's drafting time and then as we get into the season we'll look back at each week's injuries and kind of figure out like is this waiver wire time are we dropping people what are we doing we already talked about lamar and you said really no reason to worry about him let's look at uh, any other ravens of note odell beckham Jr. He's 31 already. Now, he tore his ACL in February of 2021. So, how do you feel about that combination of coming off a now at this point it's been a couple years, but a ACL at the age of 31? How do you feel about Odell? Yeah, Odell is a frustrating player in fantasy. Honestly, I've had him um, yeah. once or twice. And one of the years, I think he was in Cleveland, he tore his ACL. Um, and if, if he didn't tear his ACL, he had a really, really kind of a lackluster season. So I personally, <laughs> I am not a fan of Odell. I think he's a big highlight real player, but consistency is the problem with him. I think Odell's going to be one of the big guys initially, but then I think as they start to get the rookie involved and they bring in, they've got Rashad Bateman. Right. I think they've got some proven veterans, Mark Andrews. I think he's going to start to fade a little bit. And, and honestly, if you know Odell, he's a little bit of a prima donna sometimes. Right. He yeah. wants the ball and he's probably gonna let Lamar know about it so again I'm not a, a huge fan of OBJ uh, you could draft him late in the league uh, kind of maybe take uh, you know maybe mid-round something like that yeah. or maybe a late-round uh, flyer but how much are you worried about injury do you think there's concerned always, yeah there's always that concern because he's torn his ACL twice yeah um, and so I think the injury concern is definitely there okay uh, let's talk about Rashad Bateman Liz Frank foot injury ended his last season Liz Frank seems to be like a, a new thing like a new injury I hadn't heard of I don't remember hearing uh, about before is that is he going to be fine what is a Liz Frank so a Liz Frank is a fancy French term for basically you broke a bone in the middle part of your foot is oh what that is now the problem with the Liz Frank injury is it's the midfoot is really important to just overall function and you know basically it's helping you load your lower extremity it's helping you push off things like that so having a Liz Frank injury is significant and I think that you have to be a little cautious with those but at the same time there was a player in the NFL that came back from that last year and uh, had a great season and really wasn't even an issue for him. So again, there's a history of that foot injury, but um, I think you have to kind of just do your research and find out, you know, hey, how's this player moving in practice? Are they doing well? Are they ready to, to play? So I mean, if it's a broken bone, we assume that it's fully healed by now. Right. And so bones take about eight, eight weeks to 12 weeks to heal. Okay. And then they're going to work him back in doing drills and things like that. So I would say probably he's, he's going to be okay. Let's move over to Buffalo and the Bills. Remember, uh, Josh Allen last year had a partial tear in his UCL, which is, what's a UCL? It's an elbow thing. That's the or, inside of your elbow. That's the, when pitchers get Tommy John surgery, oh. that's the ligament that they... Uh, 
that they repair. So he missed a game. Is that going to linger? He didn't have surgery on it. How do you feel about Josh Allen? You got to roll the dice with Josh Allen. Josh Allen is top, you know, two or three quarterback in the league. Um, I, I think if he would have needed surgery, they would have had it already. And, and, uh, but so no, I, 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 yeah, strong play. And now this may be a dumb question, but that's kind of what I'm here for. You got to think that not having surgery is better. That's a good sign. Mm-hmm. Dawson Knox. So he's 26 as a tight end. He missed some time in minicamp already with a foot injury. Any concern with Dawson Knox? Just some foot injury in minicamp? Is that a is that a veteran situation? Do you think? Know anything about that? Dawson Knox has been pretty consistent his career. I mean, he's kind of the go-to guy down on the yeah. goal line. So. I don't, I don't see any concerns with, with him rolling forward. Let's move over to Cincinnati. Now, Joe Burrow had a calf injury this preseason during a practice. Now, they say he was carted off, but you're not concerned necessarily when people are carted off preseason, right? I mean, it depends what... Generically. Yeah, generically, I mean, they cart everybody off, you know, right. um, in the preseason. They want to get them, you know, evaluated. And there's a lot of fans around, too. So I think they want to make sure that they try and keep it as inconspicuous as possible. Okay. He should be ready to go week one. Any concerns with the right calf strain for Joe? Um there's a little bit of concern with that. I mean, Joe has a history of tearing his ACL, and he came back from that. Calf injuries, uh, you know, can linger on. So I wouldn't be surprised if Joe maybe misses a couple of games in the early part of the season. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they did that. But, I mean, again, Joe is a top-five quarterback in the league, right. uh, and I think that uh, Cincinnati's going to do everything they can to make sure he's ready to play. Okay, let's move to Cleveland. Elijah Moore, the Jets' second-round pick, exited the team's preseason week one matchup after taking um, a hit to the ribs. X-rays come back negative. According to this article, may have rib cartilage damage. He's likely done taking contact at training camp. Doesn't rule him out, though, for week one. We know something else that lingers. How concerned would you be about Elijah Moore and his ribs? Yeah, I mean, that hurts. I mean, if anybody's had any sort of rib injury or even if you've gotten a bruise um, to your ribs, it hurts pretty bad. But the concern there is just, can he can he reach? Can he you know extend his arms to try and get the ball? It's going to take a while for that to heal, but I think he basically put some padding on there. I think he'll be ready for week one. Because there's not really anything you can do. No. Right? Time. Right. Time heals it. So Russell Wilson, as we stay in the AFC, let's move over to the Broncos arthroscopic surgery and i honestly thought it was orthroscopic i don't even know the words here and that's why you're in the room and on the mic with me let's talk about russell wilson arthroscopic surgery on his right knee after the 2022 regular season ended how do you feel about russ not only as a pick but let's talk about this right knee so more than likely just sort of some sort of cartilage type cleanup i mean it happens a lot um in pro sports especially the nfl after the season you know all the wear and tear they go through um they just go in there and kind of clean things out so very common procedure the recovery is very fast so the concern about the knee is not super huge i think it's just overall how's russ going to play you know right. a really bad season last year does the coaching change really help him out and then just you know is russ going to cook this year or is he going <laughs> right. to still kind of simmer i don't know but um i you know russ is probably at the end of his career again you yes. have to be really cautious about that so he's i mean he's not wait gonna, wait, wait you you slid by that you said russ is at the end of his career you got to be cautious about that meaning meaning that he's not the player he was and he's also he's run a lot in the past you know pocket breaks down okay. he runs so he's not as an effective runner he has a tendency to hold the ball a lot so the then the increased risk of injury is there for him 
Okay. And I thought you were saying that, well, if he does get hurt, maybe he doesn't push through it and rush to get back because it's the end of his career anyway, and they're still in the Broncos. <laughs> right. Right? I don't know. I mean, he's the guy in Denver, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. I mean, if their season stinks, any if he's hurt, you got to imagine he would err towards the side of not working through something, right? Yeah, I mean, he's a competitor. So That's true. It, it also depends what the injury might be. But, I, you know, I, Russ is going to give it his all. He's a big, you know, he's a, he's a winner. He's I think he's maybe even been an MVP at one time. Right. So he's going to give it his all, just whether or not he has enough left in the tank oh, to do gotcha. it. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Tim Patrick, because his weapons, right? He tore his um, ACL in training camp last season any chance that he comes back and and competes i mean you're not going to draft him no. maybe keep an eye no. and see if he pops back up yeah yeah kj hamler had an injury in the past two seasons only played eight games somebody like that you're staying away from correct Correct. Yeah. I'm not even going to mess with him. Okay, let's move over to Houston. They've made some interesting changes. You want to talk about injuries. That entire corporation, that entire organization is still hurting from when the Chiefs came back on them, right? So you want to talk about an injury. Houston, the entire city probably still stings from when the Chiefs came back in the playoffs, right? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Damian Pierce, it looks like the only real um, player of note, high ankle sprain December 11th of last season, placed on IR in the middle. December, you know, is at the end of the season, it was Houston, they were not having a good year. Any problems there? You worried about him at all? No, Damian Pierce is a stud. I, I would, yeah. I would, I would really. Uh, he's going to be high on my list to draft this year. He's going to be healthy, ready to go. I think it was my fault we didn't bring up Jonathan Taylor for the Colts, as we're still in the AFC. What do you think about him? There, he's been holding out. There's been an injury, or is it not an injury? Where are you at on Jonathan Taylor? Jonathan Taylor is really interesting. I think Jonathan um, is, <laughs> we talked about sandbagging with Lamar. I think Jonathan might be sandbagging this a little bit. I think he wants a trade. In fact, I know he wants a trade from the Colts. And I think that his ankle injury is more than likely, I would say probably healed. I think he's ready to go. I think he's just not happy where he is at. And I think he may be using this as leverage uh, to go somewhere else. Now, depending on when your fantasy draft is, he becomes more appealing if he ends with, up with another team, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. So that's the thing you got to watch. You got to watch, okay, does he get traded and where does he get traded to? Because his value goes up or down depending upon that. Zach Moss, who would benefit, right, from him leaving? Zach Moss had a broken arm July 31st. He's going to miss at least the first two games of the season. If Jonathan Taylor leaves, Zach Moss and his broken arm worth a late round pickup? I think so. I think so. He's going to step up. He's going to be he's going to be one of the guys now. So I think, yeah, I think you can take a late round flyer on him. Okay, let's talk about the Jags, Travis Etienne, Liz Frank injury late in 2021. Wasn't able to compete in his rookie season. Came back in 2022 with a good season. Expects to start Again, you said it's fine? No concern with Travis Etienne. He's ready to go. Let's talk about the Raiders. A second surgery for Garoppolo. He's probably getting up there in age too, right? Jimmy G's frustrating because Jimmy G gets hurt every year. He's another one that, uh, like Dalvin Cook, you know, it's not if he's going to get injured, it's when. <laughs> yeah. And so um, Jimmy G, when he plays, is very effective. He's a really good quarterback, a game manager for the most part. So again, he's a late round. Late round, right? Late round pick, yeah. He's yeah. not going to be your, your main starter. So uh, 
uh, Josh Jacobs. Last year, he was dealing with hip, quad, calf issues. Still played 17 games. You'd take him any day of the week, though, right? Yeah, you take him. He's a rushing leader from last year. He's a he's an animal. Same with Devontae Adams, who did have a leg injury in a joint practice this preseason. But Devontae Adams seems to be fairly durable, huh? Yeah, Devontae Adams, that's just precautionary at this point, you know. Um, he's a stud. He's might a stud. as well not he's risk one. it. They're gonna, he's going to get plenty of targets in, in, in uh, Vegas this year. Okay, let's talk now about the Chargers. Eckler, one of the top three running backs coming off the board in probably every league. Been dealing with knee and hamstring issues over the last couple of years. You're good with him, though. He's just, that's a running back's life. Yeah, you're going to get nicked up and bruised, you know, once the season starts. You're going to be kind of, uh, quote unquote, injured all season. He plays through it. He's a stud. Um, You draft him really high. Raheem Mostert, a lot of stuff going on in that Miami backfield. A lot of rushing yards last year. He had almost uh, 900, but he is 31. He had an articular cartilage injury in his left knee that he's been dealing with over a few seasons. Um, talk to me about articular cartilage injuries. Okay, so articular cartilage just means it's basically on the end of the bone. And so, um, yeah, the only thing you don't like about that is that um, there's a lot of load that goes through that. And so if you if you injure that cartilage, it can be nagging and hang around. And a lot of times you have to you know have some procedures to kind of clean that up a little bit. And he's 31 years old. When he plays, he's great. Raheem Mostert is really... Uh, a great fantasy player when he plays. The problem is he doesn't play all the time because he gets hurt. He's a later round guy. There's talk of you and that the Dolphins are interested in Jonathan Taylor as of today. Oh. So if that happens, then you definitely push push him down the board even more. So Essentially, I'm hearing avoid Mostert probably unless you're yeah. in a super deep league. Yeah, and, and the thing about the, the Dolphins is it's Mike McDaniel. He comes from the 49er system. They like multiple running backs. So They're going to be a bit of a mess. Juju, as we move on to New England now, as a Kansas City guy, you're probably fairly familiar with his knee issue popped up late in postseason did not require offseason knee surgery which could be good i guess how do you feel about juju i think juju is going to be the guy in in new england this year i mean he comes over from kansas city he had a good season last year with the chiefs he was reliable and so uh, i think he you got to draft him fairly high as far as like the receivers go. I mean, he's not an elite wide receiver, but he's still got a lot in the tank and he'll be a good one there in New England. Speaking of New England, how do you feel about Zeke? Do you think he's getting those high value targets? He's fairly durable, right? Isn't Zeke durable? Zeke's durable for the most part. He's had a little bit of injury issues. Um, he just doesn't play well lately on the back end of his yeah. career. Yeah. And maybe durability has been part of the problem. You just wear the guy down. He's going to be somebody that's going to probably vulture some some touchdowns for Mondre, from mm-hmm. Ramondre Steve. And so he's going to get some of those goal line carries that Ramondre is not going to get now. So he is a good vulture, I think, for uh, some touchdowns this year. Which is a problem if you like Ramondre, right? Mm -hmm. The Jets, we already talked about Brees Hall. They're an older team, right? Dalvin Cook had off-season surgery to remedy labrum issues. What's that mean? So labrum is basically the cartilage that surrounds the shoulder joint. So mm. you can tweak that pretty easily. Oh. Um, and so that's probably why they decided to do a uh, procedure to kind of clean that up a little bit. Again, it's just kind of a wear and tear type injury that you have. Uh, you can have a lot of times as a running back in the, in the NFL. When you're talking about making a draft, let's say you need a running back, Cook, Brees Hall, both available. Who you taking? 
I'm taking Brees Hall mainly because of longevity reasons. Like Brees Hall is going to, again, the Jets are going all in this year. I think the Jets are going to make the playoffs. I think he's going to be a real stud at the end of the year. I think he's going to get a lot of carries. Um, I think Dalvin Cook's time will decrease a little bit as the season goes on and he'll more than likely miss some time with an injury. Randall Cobb, McCole Hardman, maybe they get some action, but you got to assume those are two guys, again, towards the end of their career that are injury prone. Yeah. I mean, Randall Cobb is, I mean, been around forever. I mean, I think, you know, Aaron Rodgers has brought him on every team that he's been right. on. He's a great slot guy. He's a, you know, he's a short dink and dunk guy. He's not going to score a ton of points for you at this point. McCall Hardman is a, is a horizontal player. Honestly, he's not really a super vertical threat. Um, he just stretches the defense. Uh, the stud there is Garrett Wilson. And that's right. who you really, uh, you want to ha- target for wide receiver. Let's move on to our final two teams, uh, the Steelers. Uh, Pat Fryermuth, quite the tight end, but suffered an isolated MCL sprain, which did not require surgery in the Steelers finale. There were concerns of an ACL tear, according to this article, but was only a sprain. How do you feel about that full bounce back for Fryermuth? Be a full bounce back. It's good he didn't tear his ACL, obviously. He would have missed probably the whole season if that would have happened, so he avoided a, a major injury there. The nice thing about the MCL is it's a ligament that heals on its own doesn't require surgery Mm. the only thing you have to look at is the severity of the injury if it's um, more of a moderate sprain it's going to be more like a four to six week recovery as opposed to like a minor one which is more like a two to four week uh, recovery so he's going to miss some time but pat fryermuth is a huge part of that offense and is going to be slated for a big season finally in the afc the tennessee titans let's talk about derrick henry he foot issue a couple seasons back but somehow remains very durable. I'm a big Derrick Henry guy. How do you feel about him? I wonder if he's human sometimes, honestly. Right? I mean, the guy is just a, yeah. he's just a machine. He's the bell cow for the Titans. He's, he's getting older. He's got a little bit of an injury history, but I mean, let's be honest, they're going to run the ball a ton right. in Tennessee. I think he still draft Derrick Henry fairly high. Uh, are there injury concerns? Yes, but um, again, he is going to get a lot of run. Let's talk about Traylon Burks. Caught a touchdown in joint practices with the Titans. Hurt something on his landing leg. Checked out by the trainers. Carted off the field to be further evaluated. Concussion late in the year. Last year as well. I like Traylon Burks a lot. I could see a similar situation to the Brees Hall deal where D-Hop is in Tennessee, so he's going to be the featured guy out of the gate. D-Hop with age issues and any injury, trailing Burks to the moon after that. So I still like him a lot. How do you feel about Burks? I like Brooks a lot. And, and LCL is it's kind of a freak injury when it comes to a wide receiver. You have to be hit on the inside of your knee in order to have a, an injury to the outside of your knee or he just kind of landed funny, which just sounds like what happened with him. Uh, again, heels on its own, just like the MCL. And it's only going to be a couple of weeks. And again, D-Hop is going to get a lot of a lot of volume. But uh, Brooks is a young guy who's, who's on the rise in Tennessee. Yeah. When you say heels on his own, how much is age a factor when you talk about an injury like that healing on its own oh huge i mean it's you know the younger you are the faster you're going to recover right so you know again we talked about technology with uh acl uh rehab it's the same with recovery now i mean they've got all the bells and whistles and machines that it takes to have that heal really really fast so uh he'll bounce back and he'll play he could be ready for week one josh darby certified athletic trainer licensed physical therapist covering the afc with us all season long who is your one one 
be JJ. Hopefully you don't end up with 1-1, I guess, in our office league. Um, <laughs> you were awesome. You knocked it out of the park. Appreciate it. Keep an eye on those injuries, and we'll see you in episode two. Sounds good. Okay, that was the AFC. Up next, we go through the entire NFC team by team. Tent Breakdown Podcast. So maybe you're still living those high school glory days in the form of muscle and joint aches and pains and strains. Or maybe you're the stud on your adult C-level team and you know you're not at 100%. But without you on the grind, they ain't going to catch a W. Or maybe you're on the other side of it. Maybe you're a high school or college athlete looking to take your game to the next level. Maybe you're legit competing and want to ensure you're optimizing your performance. True Move has your back aching or not. Headquartered at 105th and Metcalf in Overland Park, True Move has over 15 years in the physical therapy game, specializing in muscle and joint movement and function. True Move will customize a program tuned to help you achieve your goals, maybe keeping you healthy, maybe getting you back to the movement baseline you want, maybe maximizing your performance in whatever you do. The True Move team works with you to make that happen. And since Kansas is a direct access state, you don't have to deal with your primary care physician to get started schedule your movement evaluation or find out about performance memberships at truemovekc.com now it's time for the other side of the league nfc team by team we've switched it up we've brought in luke luke we're gonna go team by team and talk about who we like injuries and that sort of stuff right first I want to talk about, and it just happens because it works with alphabetical, Kyler Murray. Where are you at on him, and are you worried about drafting him, or would you be? His The one thing that I am worried about is like the timing of his injury. It was late last season, or it felt pretty late last season, so he's still coming back from it, and I would honestly not be super uh, worried about it. I wouldn't normally be super worried about it. The Cardinals are also thought to be tanking this year so that might play a little bit into it so coming back from an acl injury especially like even at the quarterback position and how he's getting back into it i am not worried generally but with them being a little bit more like they don't care as much about the team and winning so i would be a little bit worried about him starting early on in the se- in the season like i think in the next week or so they have to decide if they're going to put him on the the pup list and so if they do then he's going to be out for four weeks for sure so he tore his acl how much do you think that affects if he does come back his running yeah so i think that first year back he's likely to cut back on his running a lot right. um even even if it's not still bothering him or anything which it probably won't it'll probably be he'll be back when he's back out there he'll be 100 percent because they won't rush him back since he's kind of their their guy but it'll be like they won't maybe we'll hesitate on some of the play calls that are strictly for his running and he might hesitate a little bit without even thinking about it i think there's going to be a little bit of that which means he has to change his game up a little bit right which is also another twist uh would mm-hmm. you draft him i actually am drafting him yeah <laughs> uh, but only i draft him because of his value at the end of the end of drafts because he's there super late um and if you're in a league that has like an ir slot or something you can slot him into that ir slot when he's not playing 
will probably be the for the yeah. first couple of weeks, I would guess. So okay, we also forgot some of the formalities here. Luke Fisher is going to follow the NFC for us all season long. You are a certified and licensed physical therapist mm -hmm. with a background in sports. While I look up the data on the Atlanta Falcons, tell me about that history. Where I know soccer was a big thing. Start back in high school, though. Yeah, so in high school, I played high school soccer and club soccer, and then I did also did track and field in high school for the first couple of years of high were school. Were you a thrower? Uh, I was not <laughs> a thrower. I was, uh, I did kind of the mid distance stuff. It translates well from soccer. So like 400, 800 and a little bit of like long jumps. And then went to college as a soccer guy. Yeah. So I went to mid American Nazarene university. I played soccer there for four years. I played position wise. I played a little bit of kind of anywhere they needed me. I played a lot of outside back outside mid, um, while I was in college. So, and you still play, um, I don't want to say old man, <laughs> but you still play. Yes, I play Monday night, like men's leagues. Yeah, it's a lot of soccer. It's fun soccer, but it's a lot of like guys kind of like, you know, just trying to take out their aggression right. on people too. So it's uh, a lot of the games end with a, a few fights. Usually I'm, I'm not in those. So. Do you usually? Yeah. Do, do they have like 50 plus soccer leagues? Soccer doesn't seem like a, do so they? They got, they have like a, they have a 35 plus one, I think yeah. is what it is. Um, I am not yet in that right. one, but when I get to there, I'm hoping I will. Uh, do they you shrink know that. the field at all um, for us older guys? I feel question. like they should. I, I think they do have a smaller. They yeah, that's a, a smaller, smaller field and smaller. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we got plenty of season left to catch up about you. TrueMoveKC.com is uh, if you want to see a whole bio and all that. But I want to talk about the Atlanta Falcons. Kyle Pitts is a guy that I've struggled with mm -hmm. over the past couple seasons. He's had an MCL sprain but did not have surgery, I guess. Mm -hmm. Where yet on Kyle Pitts, he's just, you know, so much promise has struggled the past couple seasons. And I don't know that that's necessarily mm -hmm. an injury issue yeah. as much as it is the, a Falcons issue. Right. So the MCL sprain usually like he's had quite a bit of time to rehab from that. That is not something I'd be worried about. Usually people bounce back pretty well from that. Coming back at first, it kind of aggravates the knee or makes the knee feel a little bit slower or stiffer, but that that goes away with the rehab. And so that's he's probably well out of that that part of things. And he, so, I don't believe he's that old. Are we worried mm -hmm. about his health over the season? I don't or? think so. Okay. I, think he's, I think he'll have a pretty healthy season barring any crazy thing but i don't think anything related to that will come back about but staying with the falcons cordell patterson mm -hmm. who obviously getting up there a little bit was placed on ir last season due to what they called a minor knee surgery following week four he returned in november finished the season okay how do you feel about patterson i mean he especially in relation to fantasy mm -hmm. kind of came out of nowhere right 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 he's, i mean he's an interesting one because he's been like receiver for a while and then he was running back for them for a while and so he's kind of bounced around his last two seasons he had some good stretches some really good stretches of right plan. the the knee stuff it seems like he kind of re got through that after he came off ir he had kind of a i think he had a pretty decent stretch after he came off yeah. of ir i think he'll be back to full like i don't see any problem with okay. him 
Now drafting him, I probably wouldn't. They well, yeah, it beca- it depends on how Atlanta uses him. That's true. They might, yeah, they might. Use do they him move him back outside? Pass catching guy, right? Do they more. put him in the mm-hmm. slot? Do they put him yeah. as the? So, all right, I really like him. Let's move on yep. to Carolina. Some interesting ones there. Adam Thielen. High mm-hmm. ankle, calf injury last season in October, still played in all 17 games mm-hmm. with something like that where they play through it yeah. and then they're back the next season. Fine, no worries yeah. health-wise there. I actually didn't realize that he had had that uh, injury last season because I saw like he was playing all year long and I didn't realize that he had that. I thought he looked like he kind of like lost yeah. a step last year, but I'm wondering if it is more to do because like, that sort of ankle calf injury will that lingers throughout the rest of the season but doesn't stop you right exactly so he's probably playing through some stuff Uh, he's probably i would say he's probably fully through a lot of that at this point hayden hurst had to get surgery on a groin this offseason did not participate in otas supposedly he's going to play in week one how do you feel about groin injuries going into the season and would you be worried about him i would be a little bit more worried about that if he wasn't participating in otas that would mean his kind of timeline was pushed back or pushed mm. along in the off season a little bit i'm not sure when that surgery was but if he was still recovering during otas it's probably a little bit of a process i'm not sure if i've seen if he was in any of the preseason games based on that surgery yeah. you wouldn't be worried about it not too worried i would keep an eye on it if he's practicing during this preseason time and maybe getting in a little bit of the snaps in those games i wouldn't be super super worried about it it's weird to me how many guys we're seeing another carolina panther dj chark had off-season surgery on his foot and ankle Mm -hmm. to repair a long-term injury he was out for six games last year Once somebody goes through surgery, they're back out on the field. The team says they're 100%. Are you worried about it? Kind of depends, right? So for him, he had that surgery. It was something that was bothering him for a long time. I wouldn't be super worried about it. Now, just today, I saw it pop up. He, I think he has a strained hamstring. Oh. Yeah, so... um, So that I am a little bit more worried about. And I'm wondering if there was any, you know, the recovery from the foot and ankle stuff that would lead to any of the hamstring stuff um, because you're worried because you're treating your legs different yeah because exactly there might be some compensation or different movement patterns that he's he's falling into a little bit and so he so with the new strained hamstring stuff a lot of the if there's hamstrings in preseason ota stuff it usually doesn't i mean super well um so and we'll see how he's you talk about, we just mentioned Adam Thielen, Hayden Hurst. They mm-hmm. already got some guys. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, so. and they definitely paid Adam Thielen to come in and, and be a guy there. So right. So we'll see kind of how that so, out. So maybe he drops a little bit yeah. in my book. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to the uh, Chicago Bears. They're next in the NFC. Darnell Mooney, severe high ankle sprain that required season-ending surgery in late November. He's expected to be back week one one concerned about that that one i'm not that's a lot of time for the rehab process he didn't come back at all the end of last season did he no he's actually on my radar a little bit i'm curious to see how he'll do this season but i think he'll be 100 percent back out there chase claypool he did um have an mcl sprain in december supposed to mm-hmm. be healthy talk about mcl versus the other 
the, CLs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So MCLs, that one, the ligament on the inside of the knee, it's gonna be a big stabilizer for the knee. The LCL is on the outside of the knee. You saw like Traylon Burks recently yeah. sprained that one. Yeah. The MCL is much more common to have like an injury to just because of the location of it, right? If you get hit on the outside of the knee, it's gonna stretch that inside one, which is that MCL. And so that's what you see a lot more of rather than the LCL. Um, that's crazy. So are you worried about that? It's something to keep an eye on. I was seeing that he's been practicing and he's yeah. been playing. I'm not super worried about it. Once you kind of rehab through that and you get through that, that one's not something that's going to linger or cause any problems in the future. Some of these guys that we're talking about that come back from a surgery, are you quicker to drop them if they get hurt? Sometimes it depends. A lot of times I will, then we'll see it as a brand new injury. If it looks like it's more, it, it really depends. The Unless best it's is, the same exact. Yeah, if it's the same injury, then I'm like, oh, that's he's going back to the well right. on that one. But if it's something, it might be something that's different, but it's correlated to it as well. Whether that's like a lot of people, if they have like a knee injury or knee surgery that next, year next season where they right. come back a lot of times hamstring is the thing that gets them okay so, things like that i would correlate that to being connected oftentimes it doesn't have to be but um, without being right with them it's hard to tell exactly okay but so your case. advice is treat it like a new injury unless it's directly connected yeah yeah or connected yeah. like if it's the right leg both times mm -hmm. then yeah. we're looking at it a little bit longer. Yeah, I would okay. maybe take a second look at it at that point. But. Let's talk uh, Dallas Cowboys. Tony Pollard could be the year for him. A left ankle fracture in January. How is he going to look right now, do you expect? From everything the team's done and everything that I've seen from him, I wouldn't be worried about the rehab of it, and they seem to be all in on him too. So Yeah. Um, they wouldn't have got rid of that. Zeke right. if they yeah. were worried about yep. the ankle. Michael Gallup, he's somebody else that's getting a little mm -hmm. bit older. So in week 17 of 2021, tears his ACL and MCL, mm -hmm. fixes that, was in 14 games last year, but still had less than 500 receiving yards. Some mm -hmm. of that is Amari Cooper, right? Mm -hmm. Who's now gone, Dalton Schultz, who's now gone. Mm -hmm. um, are you worried about health or are you worried about the fact that he's in Dallas? Well, actually last season, I think Amari Cooper was already gone. So, so it was Gallup, it was cd lamb oh and cd it was, lamb yeah. you're right you're right um, but you're right. i would expect that slower a little bit of a slower season last year to be a little bit from the rehab from the acl or coming back from the acl he came back fairly quickly because it was that last way late in the season injury that he had um and he came back and and played a lot of last season and so i think a lot of last season and his slow like lower stats kind of came from kind of just getting back into it sometimes it's he is a little bit older so sometimes the rehab takes a little bit longer on those older right. guys so i actually i think this year he'll be a little bit of a step up from what he was last year i think i think he's actually going to be a um, an interesting interesting guy for dallas okay let's go to detroit i forget about david montgomery coming over from chicago because jamal williams is out he missed otas due to an undisclosed injury the team's official line was we're just exercising caution how do you feel about david montgomery i don't remember any specific injuries yeah. if they're saying they're just exercising caution they're probably just holding them out he must have had something that was bothering him a little bit but it's not something that i would be worried about either i mean who else in detroit as far as running backs go um they have swift is gone they have jameer gibbs oh now. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so they had their top top uh 10 top 12 draft pick so and you love a rookie don't you 
I do like rookie running backs. I do. <laughs> I know you do. I do. <laughs> Let's go uh, over to the Green Bay Packers. A lot of changes with that team. Aaron Jones had some issues last year. Remember, he was splitting time. He shouldn't be as much this year, right? I mean, A.J. Dillon's still yeah. there. Minor yeah, ankle know. injury took production for a few games last season, but he did play in all 17, 1,100 yards, only two touchdowns which you have to assume he's going to regress yeah, towards the mean, right. so he should score. Any issues with Aaron Jones and a lingering – I guess he just played through yeah, it. No. He's had offseason. He mm-hmm. should be fine. Yeah, no no issues there. He, um, he'll be a, a pick for lots of people. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind him. He's a, he's a good pick too. Same thing with A.J. Dillon. He had some left knee stuff that he played through. No mm-hmm. concerns there no. either, right? Yeah, so, no concerns. What I'm basically, though, hearing is when a guy comes back, you just have to treat him like he's back and he's healthy. Right, yeah. Yeah, an injury can it can always lead to other injuries, but it's hard for us to see it from, like, as far out as we are. Be like, oh, yeah, this is going to lead to something else. It's And it's hard to predict, and any guy could get injured. I mean, it's a rough game. Like, football is tough on the body. So it's hard to predict. So I don't, I don't usually try to predict it. I will just kind of treat everything as being like, okay, he's back, he's probably in pretty good good spot so i don't think too much into it unless it's perpetual injury after injury after injury it's just like over and over again then i might think twice about it but usually i try not to let it uh try to predict too much into it i'm looking forward to talking about this guy as we move to la and the rams a lot of people are putting him in a top five position he was number one wide receiver overall a couple few seasons ago cooper cup hamstring injury august 1st missing time in training camp he had a high ankle sprain in november of last season Mm -hmm. and did not play another game but he's still going top 10 in every draft i've seen you worried about cooper cup i am not worried about cooper cup actually he's the one that uh he had that injury early on in training camp and so he's actually as of today he's back at practice so he's supposed to be working back in now so i'm not Unless I hear something different, I'm going to kind of treat it as he's going to be... I would expect him to be fully rehabbed and fully kind of back out there by week one and be a main part of their offense again. Up next, the Minnesota Vikings. They've had some changes this year. Jordan Addison, ankle problems last year at USC. Here we go, talking rookies already dealing with injuries. Missed a couple of games, including the Cotton Bowl, but that could have been a Mm -hmm. just I'm going to hold out for the draft type situation. Based on his age, based on the fact that he should be ready to go, any concerns there with the incoming rookie and a final college season injury no i'm not concerned about him he's been out there at training camp he's been playing in some of the preseason games from what i've heard from camp he's looking pretty good in camp so i think he's 100 i don't think he's got a problem going going into the season nfc south now let's talk about the new orleans saints michael thomas who's had a Mm -hmm. i mean he's an amazing wide receiver puts up awesome numbers but has had some issues right Uh, Mm -hmm. post 2019 nagging ankle issues toe dislocation that uh, caused him to miss four games last season what about a toe i know a lot of times there's not much you can do there Mm -hmm. right don't you just like tie it to the other little piggy and Something hope it gets like back. that yeah so he's probably 
it's one of those things you're kind of waiting for something like that to heal you. There's some rehab to do. There's some like foot and ankle work that he's probably been through. Um, I'm sure they've thrown a little bit of everything at it, but I haven't seen the same Michael Thomas when I watched him right. as like what he was that year that he broke all those like, records. That's four years yeah, ago. Now. Exactly. It's he's a long way. Oh, removed from that season. Mm-hmm. So he's supposed to be healthy going into the season. But yeah, I don't know that he's uh, he's getting older. It's, it right. gets harder to stay healthy when you're older. With age, and we talked about this a little bit during the AFC stuff, a nagging ankle injury is going to be a little more concerning the older you get. Yeah, injuries just in general are going to be a little bit more concerning. And you, you tend to see them more, especially in the NFL with, with your older players. Um, they tend to pop up a little bit more here and there. Let's talk about Chris Olave, second-year receiver out of Ohio State. Missed some OTAs with Achilles tendonitis. Is that something that is going to linger, or is that something typically you can deal with? Typically, rest is helpful with that and um, just like treatment. So like a lot of work on the calf area and around the foot and the ankle. And manual tissue work helps a lot with that stuff. It sounds like he's kind of progressed through that quite a bit yeah he should be fine yeah i don't think that's something that's gonna don't have an effect to where you're drafting right exactly new york giants daniel jones in the backfield again did not miss any games last season he did have a high ankle sprain and a concussion he runs a lot some people on other podcasts that i listen to and also host call him uh, vanilla vic (laughs) right how many times and we kind of talked about this with uh kyler murray how many times can you deal with a high ankle sprain before you stop running and adjust your game are you worried about that this year at all because running is so valuable right is and it's really valuable for him too i think that's when you kind of saw last year was one of his best years and he was running more than he has before the ankle sprains are are concerning coming back from them as he has been rehabbed and out of that rehab process i don't think it's something that he's gonna think about much i think it's something that the coaches kind of just go back to calling it seems like it's not something that's bothering him anymore that would bother him anymore coaches are gonna call those run plays call those plays so that's high ankle sprain is more of a concern mid-season as any injury would meaning you can still play through it but give him the off-season good yeah so like high ankle sprains are usually the ones that would like kick like knock somebody out for a few games that's like the like saquon barkley had one of those in the last couple years or like mahomes had the the high ankle sprain during the playoffs which we thought he was gonna maybe miss some games and we were always like surprised when he wasn't missing a game so yeah those are high ankle sprains typically knock somebody out for a few weeks and then the like more like the low ankle sprains those ones are something that typically you see guys play through a lot more and kind of just tape up a lot more which to me gives daniel jones points for being durable yeah saquon barkley still with the giants ACL injury a couple years ago last year had 1300 I've seen some videos and the dude's an absolute beast is he not I mean <laughs> yeah no concerns there yeah I no. mean just yeah he had a good healthy season last year I think he's gonna try to build on that I don't think so the Giants are interesting because they have a few pass catchers Sterling Shepard mm-hmm. left knee ACL tear he suffered in September of last season Achilles tear mm-hmm. he suffered in 2021 that's got to start being yeah. concerning it is a little bit concerning because he's had those two big injuries like basically two years in a row he's not someone that I'm necessarily 
like run into draft, but I will keep an eye on him. And I'm curious to see how that wide receiver room shapes up too. Yeah. Cause I got a lot of smaller kind of almost slot guys in there. So, and not only slot guys, but Darren Waller now a giant, oh, yeah, yeah. right? He's going to eat up a mm-hmm. bunch yeah. of those catches, uh, several injuries for Waller over the past couple seasons, missed six games due to knee and ankle injuries in 2021, nine games in 2022 due to a hamstring issue. Where you at on Waller? I mean, he's, yeah. Still, when he plays, he plays awesome. Yeah. He's he's yeah. a top five tight end, but um, you're talking about significant time yeah. over 21 and 22. Yeah. He's someone that's hard to pass up in a draft. I mean, he looks to be like one of the Giants' best pass catchers. Right. The past two seasons, he's missed quite a few games for injuries, and so it is a little bit concerning there. Um, what if we throw in the fact that he was traded? Does that highlight the Raiders were a little concerned? I don't think so. I think they were just going to go a different direction because yeah. you look on the other side of it and you, the Giants were like ready to pay him. So yeah. he had hamstring last year and two years ago it was... Knee and ankle injuries. Knee and ankle. I would almost just rule those as like two just kind of separate injuries. So okay. hopefully that uh, this yeah. year he has a little bit healthier season. Wandale Robinson tore his ACL in his right knee in November last season. How do you feel about that versus Sterling Shepard? Those are two guys coming back from mm-hmm. pretty serious injuries. Yeah, yeah. Let's move over to the NFC East, our final four teams on this first episode of the Blue Tent Breakdown Podcast. Let's talk about the runners-up from 2022. Rashad Penny coming over from Seattle, fractured left ankle week five last season. Mm-hmm. And then I believe that's where we end up seeing Kenneth Walker, yeah, right? Yeah, in that yeah. backfield really yeah. kind of do some things. 27-year-old, supposedly, because it was week five, mm-hmm. back and healthy. Um, history of soft tissue injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about Penny in a high-powered offense? He's on a good team. Uh, he does have the history of injuries, lots of soft tissue injuries. Actually, from what I was seeing in some of the, like, the beat reporters and some of the preseason stuff, he's not getting like runs with the the first team like kind of people were thinking he would be um so that plus some of the injury concern from the past like he's kind of someone that's moved down quite a bit on like my own draft board so i should know this miles sanders no longer there right Right. who's in philly yeah they have a kind of a big group of guys who are like oh yeah he's he's there um and rashad (laughs) penny people kind of thought he would be the main guy there but they've got like kenneth gainwell i guess has been running a lot with the ones deandre swift is there now yeah Um, boston scott's still there right they have another guy there too so it's just a bunch of like guys that are in there you'd think that rashad penny would get a good chance at being the guy there but it doesn't seem like that's panning out that way so confusing uh, yeah yeah it is aj brown history of knee issues but healthy all last season he's a veteran so you kind of have to ignore what you hear right or don't factor in how much he's playing Mm -hmm, right you gotta like aj brown right yeah aj brown's great great pick i mean just a just an absolute stud yeah he's a monster okay let's talk 49ers brock purdy obviously had some issues i really like the way he was playing tore his ucl which is it's a ligament in the elbow an elbow issue so that was the game where he hurt hurt his arm hurt his elbow and they basically used him to hand the ball off for the next like 50 plays before the game ended um so he it sounds like he's like done well with that with his recovery from that he's back at it and he's been uh been back at training camp and and that's something that 
I was questioning if he'd be back early on, but but he's been playing. He's been playing in the preseason and training camp and everything. So it's uh, you expect him good to go week one. It sounds like it. Yeah, I like him as a pick, man. Yeah, I really do yeah. like Brock Purdy because he they are stacked. McCaffrey somehow mm-hmm. seems to be super durable, right? Uh, shoulder thigh injuries in twenty twenty, hamstring and ankle throughout twenty twenty one, but played last year he had yeah. a break right for yeah. a week or two in the middle right and he they kind of ramped him up but no problem with McCaffrey I don't have any problem with him people labeled him kind of as a little bit injury prone before last year uh, but they all seemed like separate injuries yeah um, they just can't, seemed like one-off things and it almost just seemed like unlucky after unlucky thing and so I have no problem with him I think I mean, he's an awesome pick, especially for his his upside. George Kittle missed the start of last season with groin injury, fully recovered, played in 15 games. How do you feel about that? Something that, again, he played through. You have to assume he's okay. Yeah, he actually uh, recently had another groin injury in uh, training camp Uh-oh. or in like, preseason stuff this like the in the last couple of weeks so, is that a concern uh a little bit yeah i, I think there's the same some, injury yeah i think there's some st- statistics on like growing injuries in camp coming come, like causing problems oh. either at least a slow start for sure or maybe even like popping up again later Yikes. on so uh that one he's moved down a little bit on my draft board just uh, he's had a lot of injury concerns and so that's one of those so when you get to thinking about tight end if he's healthy that's an s- absolute steal but then you always have to kind of think a little bit about for him at least yeah. the injuries that he has had so uh, let's talk seattle seahawks we were just talking about their running backs kenneth walker he was supposed to return to practice because he's missed a little time mm-hmm. in camp a groin injury again yeah uh, week one matchup was zach charbonnet how do you feel about Kenneth Walker and the rookie right behind him. Yeah, so I think uh, both of those guys actually had groin thing injuries pop up kind of in the camp this year, and both of them I believe are back and and practicing in full and playing in the preseason games again. So I think they're safe enough right now to look like to look at and to draft kind of where they're going. Um, are they going to split? That's the hard up? part. Yeah, 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 you're just not sure what they're going to be getting. I think it sounds like Kenneth Walker's the guy right now. I could definitely see Charbonnet. Charbonnet's good. I could see him taking over. Let some me of ask those you carries. this. Typically, lately, I haven't been handcuffing, mm-hmm. but in one of those situations, yeah, now you've got two guys that may split quite a bit and have had some injury whispers. Mm-hmm. One of those guys go down. That's true. And then you've got the one. You've got the one. one. But opposite of Philly's backfield where there's like four guys and you don't know how it's going to shake out. Yeah, you know it's going to be one of those two in the the Seahawks. Noah Fant with a meniscus trim. Um, What's that mean? So they probably went up and basically cleaned up like a meniscus tear. Um, Was that an offseason? Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's probably... I actually haven't heard anything about from uh, camp about him, but I would guess he's kind of starting to, he's getting back into practices and everything at this point. Let's move on to Tampa Bay. Chris Godwin, ACL tear in 2021. Mm-hmm. He was back in 22, had some hamstring issues, but seems to be fully recovered. Any mm-hmm. concerns there? He's no a, concerns there. Take I him would, early. Yeah, I would. Uh, I like him. And, and that second year after one of like a big injury, like an ACL is usually a good kind of comeback year for those guys. They've, because so. they've, proved it a year yeah it's like it's and they almost have to it's almost like a year of proving it to themselves after a big injury like that there's some physical limitations that you're coming back from and then also even mental limitations a little bit of like can i can i do these things again can, can i, I make trust these it yeah exactly and and usually the second year after an injury a bigger injury 
those guys perform pretty pretty well finally 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 wrapping up episode one the washington commanders they seem to be loaded but they have a lot of guys with a little bit of injury concern brian robinson's rookie season Mm -hmm. um you know, remember he was shot, causing yeah. him to miss four games, but somehow came back and has been healthy since. Yeah. yeah. Um, Antonio Gibson, stress fracture in his shin two seasons ago, mm-hmm. but that's more of a Brian Robinson issue, not an Antonio, because he played really well in the preseason. Yeah, I think both of those guys are going to be good to go, right? If you want to draft those guys, I think they're solid to draft. I don't think the the gunshot wound, I think he's further removed from that, and he's he's been looking good. And then same with uh, Antonio Gibson. I haven't heard anything of anything new for him, so mm-hmm. I think he's in good, good shape. At and this point. finally, back to tight end room, ACL tear for Logan Thomas in 2021 had a mm. bit of a down season one touchdown 323 you expect a bounce back from him I don't know how much they're going to use tight end in that off well they could they have Eric enemy there but now but uh oh but I don't know if they've got two really just stud receivers I expect them to go a little bit more through their their playmakers at receiver than tight and end two very good running backs right yeah yeah exactly but they the enemy twist is interesting it is because interesting, of his yeah. health thing. Mm-hmm. all right Awesome job. Who's your 1-1? One, one? Probably Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Josh you just said. You can't miss with him. Right. I agree. All right. There it is. Blue Tent Breakdown, episode number one. We got your back when it comes to waiver wire. That's where I think we're really going to come in clutch. Each week, new episode, looking at injuries. What should you do with the waiver wire? Are we dropping players? Are we picking up backups? That's what we're discussing. Find us on Facebook and follow the feed so you don't miss the Chiefs standalone episode. Thank you for listening. Share and like and follow on all the uh, places you share and like and follow. For Josh, for Luke, for Ethan, I'm Brady. And thank you for listening to episode one of the Blue Tent Breakdown Podcast. (laughs) 